Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 154. Your work isn't for everyone. I will repeat your work isn't for everyone. And I was inspired about this topic when I saw a post online that said, bad news, your work isn't for everyone. Good news, your work isn't for everyone. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all the love and support as of late as well as we continue to grow. I'm going to dive in. But first, I just want to remind you, keep checking the show notes as I will keep adding more really cool resourceful links, workshops, recommended book lists, other episodes, upcoming uh, to, like lives. I'm going to do some live workshops, merch store. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm telling you guys now to keep checking that uh, uh, show notes. Uh, but anyways, in the meantime, your work isn't for everyone. I want to talk about five hard truths that will save you from perfectionism, stalling in your work and worrying about catering to everyone. Why do people want to make their work for everyone? Is it to be liked? Is it uh, because maybe they're trying to sell something that they love and they want more people to buy it? Is it uh, because they want to be, you know, popular and they want to be known for the work? And listen, I get it. These are valid earthly ways of looking at things because it's a great way of saying oh look look what i've done or look it's needed or you know any number of of kind of levels of proof but i want to challenge your perspective a bit on this because your work isn't for everyone and it's not about being liked by everyone but if you serve the people who need you most now, where that goes is limitless, absolute limitless. And you know, we all have to subscribe to that. I've watched when I've helped a few people, you know, online and and in general, or even when I was offline, you know, it was just some companies and, you know, it was one thing, the beautiful part about social media is that you can help thousands and millions of people, right? I watched when, there's only a few people that maybe saw my posts online. I've seen some of my posts get tens of thousands of shares and millions of views. And, you know, I mean, my first podcast has millions of downloads. Like in the beginning, it's just you're here to serve. And then eventually that compounds. But here are five hard truths that will save you from perfectionism, stalling in your work and worrying about catering to everyone. Number one, the niche is you, but you won't be for everyone. So. I I wanted to I wanted to go on a small tear about this one because often at times we niche into a very specific specialty because that's what we want to be known for. Again, as a service provider or a provider of goods or whatever that it might be, it's not a problem to be known for very specific things. That's great. That's actually also very easy for your marketing. However, um, you're more than that. And so you can also be very specific in what your niched, uh, you know, things that you do are. But 
the world as they get to know you will determine a lot of times whether or not they want to work with you anyways. And so that's why I said the niche is you, not the things that you go, that you niche yourself into. The niche is you, but you won't be for everyone because there'll be plenty of people that you will be for. And I think it's, it's better to not try to niche into something because you want the masses to consume you. I think it's better to niche into you and have the right people before you. Does that make sense? The right people. And I think sometimes people go, oh, well, you know, it's only a few hundred people or, oh, it's only a few thousand people. Let me give you a small perspective from a business standpoint because I want you to understand this. If by chance, by chance, you were able to help out a thousand people somehow at scale this year, and I say at scale meaning like you were able to service deliver or give a product or whatever it might be to a thousand people, and in total for your services for each of those people, it was $300, right? You just made $300,000. And the reason why I, I bring that like that example out right there is because often you get people that say, oh, I want to sell millions of something. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's a lot of fulfillment of services or goods. And there's a lot of operations involved in that. And then not to mention returns. Second of all, um, helping out or servicing a thousand people is massive. That's a lot of people. And I just think that people get overwhelmed with the idea of big numbers. They don't realize the impact from smaller numbers that actually can have a huge ripple effect affecting even people that those people are, are tied to, right? So the niche is you, but you won't be for everyone. Number two, in the beginning, you'll help and inspire, inspire a small amount of people. But later on, a small amount of your work will help a massive population. So very, very key. What am I saying? In the beginning, you're simply focused on your work helping out the people who need you most right now. And that grows your awareness, the brand of you. Eventually, you'll see the things that you like to do the most. You'll refine them. You'll be better at your craft. Everything will you know, take shape in that. And it just so happens that you have grown in awareness and reach from what you do. And it, you'll probably, not will probably, you will help a much larger population. So in the beginning, you'll help and inspire a smaller amount of people. But later on, a small amount of your work will help a massive population. And that's probably the path for nearly everyone. Because when you're in the beginning, you're in the beginning. And when you're in the middle, and you're in the middle. And by the time that you know you become known for the things that you do, forget it. Then it's just a, a, a straight, usual, not maybe a straight, but like an upward trajectory that's much faster. Number three, okay, so your work isn't for everyone. Five hard truths that will save you from perfectionism, stalling your work, and worrying about catering to everyone. Number three, don't let what's popular derail you from what's calling or needed. The former seeks validation and attention. The latter provides perspective and depth, something that people needed but didn't know yet. So, you know, this also includes your purpose, which will far outshine, of course, any expectations you have. But when I say something that people needed but uh, didn't know yet, your perspective, your angle, your craft, the way you refine something that may already exist is needed. And if you're worrying about how others deliver it or you're worrying about what's popular, you may not bring your perspective. 
And it just so happens that this could very well be part of your purpose. Your perspective is needed for something very specific that the people already maybe need, whether it's a product, a service, a, uh, an idea of a way of doing things, a much needed quote from you, whatever it might be, a different alternative to looking at something. And you just happen to be the provider of it. When we follow what's popular, we almost kind of water ourselves down. We're, we're too busy about the trends. If you're busy about the trends, you're not really as much focused on the visionary side of things. You're not the vision, right? It happens, by the way. So I don't want you to, I don't want you to feel guilty, but what I want you to, to think about is like, oh, wait a minute, am I spending too much time seeing what everybody else is doing and trying to replicate that? Or, you know, I see that that's working. And there's nothing wrong with taking what's working and giving it your own twist. Um, because sometimes it's about tactics, clearly. You know, in order to get better with my own work, I had to look at the type of tactics that work very well. But then I had to deliver it in my own originality. I had to give it my own perspective and depth. So don't let what's popular derail you from what's calling or your calling or what's needed, what you know you need to be doing. This includes your purpose, which will far outshine any expectations you have. It's a trust fall. It's a trust fall of being like me, my, my perspective, you know, has a say in this. Yeah, it does. You don't have to understand why. You just have to deploy it and see what comes from it again and again and again and again as it continues to compound. Don't let what's popular derail you from what's your calling or needed. Number four, if you worry about other people's opinions, you will come last in the process. That's right. If you worry about other people's opinions, you will come last in the process. What's your opinion? What's your perspective? You will tend to doubt yourself more if you are worried about the opinions of the public, the people you're trying to serve. Now, I'm not saying don't get feedback as you are in service with your, you know, your intention, your passion, your products, your services, whatever it is, your purpose. I'm not saying don't get feedback, but I'm saying that you're going to have to trust yourself a lot more than the external opinions of the world, especially because you don't want to uh, overthink the things that you're, uh, that you're capable of that feel right versus what, again, this kind of goes back to like, oh, are you doing what's right? And you know it and you can feel it and you're like, oh no, I'll let me be the trend center, not the trend follower. Or do you fall in line with like what the trends are and what's popular, right? So you have to be very careful about other people's opinions. Again, this isn't to forego feedback from people that you are in service to. And here's the thing. It's very easy. The people that you're in service to, they're already grateful because you're trying to solve innate needs or problems or desires they have. They will be glad to give you, oh, well, I really like this and I really love this and thank you for that. Have you ever thought of this? Have you ever tried that? This is something I also need. And then you just, you're amongst the people. You form community and, and an army of the people you serve, which this is going to lead into my last point. 5,000 devoted is better than 1 million fair weather. 5,000 devoted individuals to you and what you're doing is better than 1 million fair weather fans, period. 
5,000 people right now that live for the work that you do, that are that support, that maybe buy your goods and services, buy your art, uh, show up to listen to your podcast, which I have. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Um, you know, buy your books, buy your um, your anything or live for your purpose that you're you're bringing to the world but they're your 5,000 devoted is way better than 1 million fair weather and I bring this up because you see a lot of people chase popularity online and say I, I want millions of millions of followers and I'm like or you can have thousands of devoted fans or devoted um, just supporters of your mission yeah but I'm like yeah but what we can either talk personal or business. From a business perspective, 5,000 customers is better than 1 million fair weather people are like, oh, I'll just like, but I don't really want to buy anything. Or I don't want to support you. I don't want anything. Right? Or personal. Maybe it's, you know, something that you're a personal mission of yours. Maybe you're building an organization, a nonprofit. Maybe, you know, for your writing books. I expect, <laughs> I don't expect, but I would, I would love the support of you guys when I launch my book next year. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. You know, because I, my, it's, it involves you, you know, so 5,000 devoted is better than 1 million fair weather. Serve, just serve. And I, I once did a post that said popularity is a commodity, peace is a luxury. Popularity is, as a commodity, a commodity is something that like, you know, is, is a heavily traded good. It's a heavily sought after good. And used good, right, in the markets if we're going business, right? And so I said popularity is a commodity because you have so many people chasing it and wanting it. And, you know, for what? Uh, and we know why, but I'm just saying versus peace is a luxury is sort of like saying I, when I find my purpose and vision align and the people I know I serve and I enjoy embrace the process, I have peace and I'm not concerned with an external world. I'm concerned with running my race and running it so well. It's okay if the part of the people that don't like my work, there's the rest of you that do. I love it. I love you guys. I'm appreciative for that. Your work isn't for everyone. Bad news. Your work isn't for everyone. Good news. Your work isn't for everyone. Right? And, and that embrace that enjoy that there's freedom and peace in that otherwise if you're seeking the attention of millions which i would caution against that really seeking the attention of millions of people i'm not saying don't have a movement that becomes millions and millions of downloads or millions and millions of subscribers or followers because i've already had millions of of downloads on my first podcast and just in general you know we know where this is all going but it's not about that attention I think there's a huge responsibility when you're serving people with your art or purpose. There's a huge responsibility in that. And I urge each of you to, to, to think about that, right? So it's not about being popular. It's about being purposeful. And you can be purposeful with 500, serving 500 people and 500 million people. Don't change. Popularity is a commodity. Peace is a luxury. So good news. Your work isn't for everyone. 
and you shouldn't want it to be. I appreciate you tuning in every single day. Thank you guys. The ratings and reviews have been amazing. Some of you, I personally reach out when you share my podcast and I just want to say thank you guys. Um, you know, I personally reach out and you guys go and leave a written review on Apple and a five-star rating and then as well as on Spotify and anywhere else you can leave ratings. Please keep checking the show notes. I'm just letting you guys know now because I'm going to start really bringing a lot more um, really cool things in there as well as some own expansive uh, endeavors that are happening with me. Uh, and uh, just appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in every single day. And until next episode, remember your work isn't for everyone. Five hard truths, these truths in here, the niche is you, but you won't be for everyone. Remember that. Remember that. I want you to remember that. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these, the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.